0: thriving in relationships after abuse I am your host Jessica Laurent you have arrived in the most delicious space on the airwaves if you didn't know listen I am so as I said I am you know if you have an Apple watch you got these I have an app that pops up on my watch that does like I am affirmations and as I was saying I am It was also saying I am, so I'm going to take that as a sign. I was going to read it, but I think I, okay. I am, I will find out what is keeping me from happiness and remove it. That's on period. Okay. Okay. I mean, let's just start there. I will find out what is keeping me from happiness and remove it. That is a reminder. That is a reminder that it is up to you and I to create happiness in our own space. That is nobody's job but yours. For me, I'm not I'm not going to keep complaining about being unhappy, especially if I know the root of that unhappiness and I am not doing anything about it, child. That is ghetto and we are not doing that. We are about to move into 2022. And we're not taking that. Okay, I know that's cliche and I know we get all gonna change your life at the end of the year. And mm -mm, we're not doing that. We're not moving into 2022 complaining about the life that we have, that we have full control over. You have to ask yourself, am I going to continue to do this ghetto mess that I know is slowly killing me and killing my vibe and not allowing me to live? From a space of authenticity. Am I going to do that? Or is that what we're doing? Or am I going to choose to show up the way that I know that I can? Am I going to choose to be my best self? That's on you. That's on me. That's on us. Okay. And if anybody knows and feels that very deeply right now, it is me. We got some changes coming. There is transformation happening. There are realities setting in and you got to deal with that. You got to deal with it head on. You can't avoid it. You can, but then the life and the result of that you have to live with. And I don't want to hear you complaining about it. If you know what the problem is and you choose not to fix it, that's on you. Life is an adventure. It really is. And sometimes it's ghetto and sometimes it's sad and sometimes it's heavy. And sometimes you don't know how to deal. But you're still in control. You are not a victim of anything. You are not just a innocent bystander or stuff is just happening. We are actively creating. We are co-creators of the universe. You know, I feel that, live that and breathe that. So, yeah, um, 2022 is about to be dope. I mean, 2021 was dope for me. Everybody um, has their ideas of what the last two years brought and and what that was like for them. But for me, it was a huge transformation. I'm here killing it, living my dream, building this crazy brand. My life is just taking twists and turns that I didn't expect, but I'm, I'm here for the ride. I just have to hold on to this wig. And I suggest, I do suggest that you do the same. You're in control. Okay, make this life dope. Um, I have been really my 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 mothering skills. Okay, I I take pride in who I am as a mom. Everybody knows that Um, my worst nightmare. I will. I really, I really do. This is my worst nightmare. So if you've listened to some of the other shows, you know that I have a disorder called PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Um, it started happening for me after I had Riley, my second child. Um, depression, suicidal thoughts, just feeling hopeless. I can't concentrate. It's hard for me to sit still. It just you just feel really bad and you know me. That's not that's not who I am in my core. So I dealt with this for a long time and not realized Not realizing what it was And then finally figured it out And I was tracking it And I'm telling you 14 days out the month Spot on As soon as I started bleeding I felt better I had a couple of days after that And then bam Another two weeks straight So it's hard It's it's moments where you're just like I can't do this I really can't And my friends that have supported me They know Like I have to call them And be like Listen I know y'all think I'm strong I know you think um, I got this And I always figured out And I do But in this moment I don't feel like I have it can you relate to that like a lot of us a lot of us strong quote-unquote strong women the women that are resilient and we pick ourselves up and we always make a way we always feel like there is a way I think people find it hard to support us because they see us as their strength and it's like no Jess you always figure it out but it's like moments where I'm like oh I can't I really can't I don't know what to do so I believe that my daughter has PMDD she the way that she describes her emotions I mean she could have general depression but it does fluctuate she started a new birth control to kind of curb the um the vomiting and the cramps and you know the pain that she was having but when the birth control started the hormonal fluctuation started to create some depression and just just really the way that she described it sounded just like what I experienced and she has mornings where she's like I can't I really can't do this. And that breaks my heart because I know when I'm at that moment of like, this is like, this is it. Okay, I'm done. This life is too ghetto for me. When I'm there, I have to look at those kids and be like, man, those kids love me. They think I am their lifeline. I am literally their lifeline. You would think we still had an umbilical card. I can't do that to them. But when I look at my daughter, it's like, does she have that tether? What tethers her to this reality? What is what's keeping her here? What, you know, it could be very easy for her to just slip into the distance. And that that worries me. So we are working extremely hard. I'm looking for resources right now for her. I, I do believe that if she it took me four to six months um to balance myself out with the hormones. So I'm hoping that we We are coming into that third pack. I'm hoping after we get another pack that will balance her out. But it's hard. It's hard to watch your child suffer. It's hard to watch your child suffer with mental health issues and you can't fix it. I can give our tools and I talk her down and we... We have great moments, we laugh after all the tears, but you never really know. You never really know if it's working and you never really know if the therapy is working, if the if the people that she talks to on the phone is working, if you just don't you don't know. Um and as a parent when it comes up, my child is having suicidal thoughts or really depressed and really hating life, sometimes we take that personal. It's like, oh, I'm a bad parent and you know me, like I am, I am queen mom. And so we have to step aside and say, this is not about you. Cause you got those invasive, evasive thoughts coming in about what are people going to think about me when they find out how depressed she is, when they find out the things that she's struggling with, like, this is a child who is emotionally intelligent and that's the scary part. It's like, she's like, mom, I got all the answers. I know why I I understand this. I understand that the things that are happening around me is not really the cause of my depression. You know, when she has girl drama, she's like, I know that they're treating me like this because their life is a mess. She can go through and map it all out. She'll go talk to the counselor and she'll talk through her own stuff and the counselor was like, wow, you really understand it. And so at that point, she feels like nobody can help me. And I can vibe with that super hard because it's like, I've already figured out why I am the way that I am. I've already figured out why I feel this way. I figured out what thoughts are causing it, all of that. But when you come to like chemical, chemical things that's happening in your brain, it's like, no matter how much logic you present, it still feels bad. And then she starts to feel hopeless, like nobody can help me. So we are working. We're working on, you know, finding the something, something to help her through this. Um, it's difficult. So any, any, anybody that has teenage children or anybody in their life, anybody in their life that is suffering from depression, because that's not just, that's not just. A parent-child relationship. Your husband could be suffering from depression. Your best friend could be suffering from depression. Your mother could be suffering from depression. I talked to two people this week alone. One woman, her 15-year-old daughter committed suicide two years ago. And just to sit there with her and listen to her talk about how heavy that is on her every single day. And then another woman I talked to, maybe at the same event. Was saying that you know her mom committed suicide when she was twenty three. Um, the woman was twenty three. She just had a, her first child, and you know she really felt like her mom was in the position where it's like you have this husband. Actually, that was that was a couple of days ago. I was talking to her. You have this husband that's taking care of you. You're good. I can go now. And you don't. You never know how much pain somebody is in. You never know how much pain somebody is in, and so. We have to, we have to be aware, aware of the life that we are living. We live very privileged lives. We live lives that people are envious of and we complain about them. Not knowing that there are people around us who are suffering internally, silently suffering. And we have to be mindful of that. So... As we um, move into the next year, you know, really, 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 really think about what life do I want to live? How do I want to show up? How can I be the the best version of myself? How can I be 100%? Like, I need to just be solid because there are people out there that need you. I feel like my working through all of my stuff is for the world. It feels good to me, but I, I I want to serve people. There is somebody that, that needs my story. There is somebody that needs me to say, I realized this was a problem in my life and it was scary and I didn't know, listen, y'all y'all just wait, y'all wait. I got a story born right now in my life. And when I come out on the other side of it, I'm going to tell you about an immense amount of faith that I had to have to. Move to this next segment in my life. It's going to be crazy. I'm excited just thinking about it, even though I have no idea how this little situation is going to play out. But there is somebody that needs you to do the work right now. You need to do the work for yourself. But man, man, the credentials that you get when you do the work, you are uniquely qualified to talk to someone's soul. It's just... It's really, really, really important that we are out here doing the work and that we are loving on ourselves and that we are really doing the best that we can. That That's it and that's all in life. Remember, remember that life is not, this is not, this is not perfect. This is a hot ghetto mess. And you are here to simply experience being human. You're going to cry a lot if you are in touch with your emotions you're going to feel bad some days you're gonna sleep late you're going to not show up in a way that you think is productive on days i ask you to be patient with yourself i ask you not to rush to the end where we going where you going we all gonna die Okay, enjoy this life. I don't care how old you are. I find myself, listen, I am 32. I find myself feeling like I haven't done enough. I haven't accomplished enough. I have so many years to go. So many. Okay, I'm claiming that. So many. So when things end and things change and things don't work out like I thought they would, it's like, honey, you got three more of these in you. You got six more of these in you. Okay? Okay. I got time. What am I going to do with it? But I don't, I want this. I want the next 10, 15, 20 years. I want to look back on those and be like, man, I lived well. I lived well. We recently lost a friend. Um, He was a coach and he actually helped me a lot in the last couple of weeks before he died in making the decisions that I am making now for the next chapter of my life. And I, we went to the wake a couple of days ago or early last week. And it's like, man, what a life like listening to his life. And it's like, you, you lived well, look at all these people here that you impacted, you changed their lives. There are so many stories in that room. I want to end and say, I lived well, I lived well. And that looks different for everybody. What does living well look like for you? For me that looks like I loved 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 those babies. Okay? I loved them hard. I loved them so hard. And I did the best that I could for them, the best that I thought that I could do for them, and I tried to give them the tools that they need so when I'm not here, they good. They know how to they know how to survive. They know how to thrive. They know how to create a life. That looks like I have experienced the world. Okay? I'm sick of being stuck here. I need, I've been in St. Louis my whole life. I need to do something different. Y'all hear me? I experienced the world. I've experienced different cultures. I've met people in their heart center that have lived lives that I couldn't fathom. That is the life that I, that is living well for me. I've tasted the world. Okay. I have, I have contributed to somebody's transformation. Somebody is at a low point and I, I said something to them and you're like, you know what? You're right. Watch me turn this around. That is living well for me. Yes, I want a fat bank account, okay, because I want to travel and I want to experience it, and that's just who I am, okay. I want to, I want a big fat black Range Rover in my driveway, okay. I want, I want a closet full of wigs and purses, okay. I want to walk around butt naked in my mansion, but I want my kids to be happy, and I want to transform somebody's life, and I want to taste the world, and I want to have dope deep relationships that's living well for me decide that decide that before we move into 2022 okay please yes so listen we're gonna take a break we will be back in a moment if you didn't know this is thriving in relationships after abuse what is up this is your girl Jessica Laurent from thriving in relationships after abuse hey if you know someone or you are someone that has a story to share you have a story of struggle and success you have a story that will bring somebody to tears you got a story that's a hot ghetto mess the world needs to hear it the world needs to be inspired by your strength to be humbled by the current journey to really bring ourselves back to this moment of humility and understand that listen we have been through it, but we are dedicated to thriving in relationships after abuse. Please send me an email at jess at jessica laurent, dot com. That is jess, J E S S, at jessica dot com. I want to hear your story. I want to get you on the air. I want the world to hear all about it. Your story is an inspiration. Your daily struggle, your daily strength is an inspiration. Don't let it go to waste. Hit me up. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you were here with me. We have been talking about just a lot (laughs) struggles and some of the things that I'm dealing with as a mom with my daughter and how, you know, it's, it's a challenge right now. We are, nobody is without challenges. You look at people in their lives and you see, you know, you see what they want you to see, but you don't see the hard stuff. And the hard stuff is what you need to see because we're all dealing with the hard stuff. We're all dealing with it. And we want to know, Oh, you're dealing with that too. How did you deal with it? How did you survive that? I'm sick of Instagram lives. I, I want the down, deep, dirty. People are suffering in silence. Every time I say that, if you are from St. Louis, you know we have a Midwest hemorrhoid treatment center and their slogan is don't suffer in silence. <laughs> this is not a time to laugh, but I can't. All I hear is don't suffer in silence. <laughs> this is ghetto. But seriously, people are suffering in silence and social media has us all messed up. OK, social media is jacking us up on a level that I can't fathom because it gives you this endorphin relief. It re- it releases all these chemicals and makes you feel good every time you look at something pretty, every time you look at some food, every time because your brain doesn't it doesn't know the difference between you actually experiencing it in a 3D world and what you're just looking at, you, you're constantly, it's like you're you're addicted because it's this constant, constant, constant kick of hormones, constant, constant, constant. And I don't want to see it. And now small stuff can no longer make you happy. Just somebody smiling at you. You know, we we're living behind these super ghetto masks. You got, you got the smiles, the smile eyes, something simple like holding hands with someone something simple like laughing until you cry that doesn't we've that doesn't release those hormones it takes so much now because we're addicted and our tolerance is high and so we need to back off a little bit okay i know that i'm on this whole we're going into 2022 trip and seems like i'm you know i'm on this mission to detox from stuff but for real like how do you find enjoyment more enjoyment in your current life and reality you find it in the simple things everything is not going to be this grand show and i that's for me like i'm speaking to myself right now like everything ain't going to be this grand show and that's that's what i expect sometimes like i my my life my personality is so big and i always want i always want to be on i always wanted it to be grand and beautiful and It's not. Some moments are just gonna be me sitting in my studio recording. Sometimes it's just gonna be me having to love on this book, okay. Sometimes, and I have to learn to find joy and satisfaction and beauty in that because it it truly is beautiful. Just sitting with a a, your favorite mug, a matcha latte, okay, a good book. It's just that's it. Light a candle. Be present. Be in that moment. What else? What else do you want? What else can you have? Everything's not going to be big. Everything's not going to be Instagram big. Okay, we we want these pretty... When you... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Just going on a rant. Think about filters. You got this regular ass life. It's regular... You know, every day, going to work, just trying to make it happen, feeding kids, crying with kids, changing diapers. It's not sexy. It's not sexy at all. But you can put a filter on that. You go on Instagram, you got this basic-looking girl. She puts a filter on, and all of a sudden, she looks amazing. But who is she behind that filter? Is she happy with that? Is that good? Is that, you know, look at life. Like, life, yes, your life is basic. So what? What? Is yours and it's delicious and it's good. Can you be okay with that as you build? Why do you want to put a filter on it? We we put the best photos and I'm guilty of that. The best photos, okay? You don't you don't see those ugly photos and girl. I am not cute when I wake up. Let me tell you. I don't wake up beautiful. I wake up looking like a boy. Okay, especially when I cut my hair short. Mm-mm, I look like a boy that just came from chemo. It's not cute, sis, but that's okay. That's a part of it. And I'm 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 loving all of that. We gotta get over the social media life because you want what you see, and that's not for you. You know, we so jacked up. We so jacked up. We so jacked up that we spend so much time looking at other people's lives and chasing that that we don't know who we are and what we actually like. We could be. So close to living our absolute best lives that are best for us, but because we're looking for it to show up like Homegirl on Instagram, we miss the opportunities you want to be an influencer you want I don't know what you want to be, but most of the time your your inspiration comes from somebody else and you don't know this person and you don't know who they are at their core. If any of you know your birth your time of birth, I highly suggest you. Go do um, a human design. I think, I think the one I use is myhumandesign.com. It's a chick named Zoe somebody. Um, but you got to have your time of birth and You can order a long form birth certificate online. I don't remember the website, but look for long-form birth certificates. But human design, really, it allows you to see kind of who you are. Like, who are you? What serves you? How do you manifest things? How does your energy work? What's your energy center? What's your powerhouse? And also, if another thing is... um, What's that? It's like my It's Myers-Briggs. It's basically the Myers-Briggs format as a personality test. But you should use 16 personalitiescom dot com. Um, actually, I should do a show about that. I should do a show about um the personality types. That would be super interesting because that changed the game for me. That helped me embrace who I am, um, my authentic self, my authenticity, me trying to be something I'm not like I wanted to be an accountant for crying out loud. My gift is the gab, okay. I am I am a heart-centered person that loves to chat and loves to just be up in people's space and in a business and help them transform things. I don't care about numbers, I could barely count, I could barely do math. Listen, okay, barely do math. This is not it's not good for me. So um that personality, 16personalities.com, that personality test allowed me to see myself. It's like, yes, and you know, when you hear something true, it, it speaks to you like mm. Mm. and even that like my human design says that I respond I need to listen to the sounds that I make somebody say something to me and I'm like "Mm." as a no or like somebody brings an idea to me and I'm like "Mm." like that's a yes like yes. so it's, it's very interesting know thyself that's gonna always be top priority for me know who you are the world taught you how to just be you know conform and listen and just repeat and know you are unique as your fingerprint child. You better figure that out, okay? That is, that's is—that's the mission. That is the mission. So I'm going to work on a plan for going into 2022 for y'all so we can, we can know who we are and be clear in the next year. We're going to take a break. We will be back in a moment. This is Thriving in Relationships After Abuse. Thanks for listening to Thriving in Relationships After Abuse. I am Jessica Laurent, And listen, I'm just here to love on you. And I hope that... The struggles that I have can add value to you. If you love what you hear, honey, don't be stingy. Don't be selfish. I need you to subscribe to this. I need you to share this with a friend. I need you to screenshot this episode and tag. She is Jessica Laurent on Instagram. All up in that. Okay, let me know. I love to hear from you. If you want to reach out to me, I can be reached at Jess at Listen, I love you. Bye.